thanks for checking out the weekly Harmony Church podcast. For more information and resources about Harmony Church or any of the Harmony events, check out the Harmony Church website or Harmony Church Facebook page today. Again, uh, thank you so much for having us, Gideon, Catherine. It's, it's just pretty amazing, you know, the time that we had here and um, this afternoon with the leadership. Oh, I know, I mean, uh, all you leaders just hungry uh, to learn, to grow, and you just pulled things out of us that weren't in our notes at all, which is always a good thing. We kind of know, you know, you know, we have our notes and all that, but we kind of know when people are hungry because, you know, you pull things out of whoever is here, and whether it's uh, Pastor Gideon or, or Catherine, and, and when, when guest speakers or pastors start to say things out of their notes, you know that the people are just wanting more, and so that's what's been happening in this house, and it's really been fantastic. But um, one of the things that I would like to share, and it's so amazing how the Holy Spirit moves, because, you know, when we were singing about the goodness of God, good, good Father, I actually had this word kind of like percolating, percolating, and of course, you know, you just don't want to jump up there and say, hey, you know, I got a word, and Catherine goes up, and I'm going, yes, yes, that is exactly, you know, what I wanted to say. And um, just to confirm what she's been saying, I just really felt uh, in my heart that um, there are some people here that if you really and truly get the revelation of the goodness of God in your life, then the devil has no hold over you anymore. Because perfect love casts out all fear. Perfect love. And a lot of times people do not step out on what God has called them to do or what God has placed in their heart because of fear. Because, you know, there's fear of the unknown. I get it. I, I have fear of the unknown too. But when you have a revelation of the goodness of God and the grace of God, it's like, hey, come on, let's walk on water. And you might be thinking, well, I don't want to sink. Well, Peter sank, but the Lord immediately pulled him up out of the water. And I'd rather err on the side of sinking because I know God is good. And if I ever sink, you know, like trying to step out of the will of God, he's going to pull me up. I mean, that's how good he is. And because um, you know what? We will never move forward beyond our revelation of the goodness of God. We'll, nev we'll never move forward beyond that. And so we really need to get established. It is the most absolute truth in existence. It is the goodness of God. It is the cornerstone of our theology that God is good. In spite of what's happening around us, this is, as, as Catherine was saying, our solid rock on which we stand. It is the goodness of God in the midst of confusion. Just the knowledge, that revelation that God is good will cause us not to lose hope. And what the enemy wants to do is he wants to take that away from you so you're paralyzed because fear paralyzes you. But hallelujah, you know, um, perfect love casts out all fear. Um, I just want to share with you a picture because I just remembered um, Pastor Paul Chase um, he has a grandson uh, called Zeke, and one time I was watching them play, and um, Zeke was standing on the edge of the stage, which was obviously very high for a two-year-old, and he was just looking down like that, kind of like, I want to jump, but no, no, it's too high, I want to jump, and Pastor Paul, his grandpa, was right there in front of him, and as soon as Zeke saw him, and Pastor Paul goes, come on, Zeke, here I am. And so Zeke was like, one, two. All of a sudden, it was like he forgot how high that platform was because all he saw was his grandpa's face and the grandpa's arms. And he jumped 
it was like, woo, and he enjoyed himself in the process, jumping. And I just want you to know that's how God is. God is just right there waiting, and you're on the edge of something really, really great, but you're afraid of the unknown. And God is saying, here, I got you. Come on. And so many times it's like, oh, I don't want to step out. You know, what if I fall? Let me ask you, what if you fly? What if you fly? See, I don't want to live my life with regret, like if only. I don't want to live my life saying, oh, if only I did that. And one of the most wonderful stories in the Bible was really Peter walking on water for me. Because yes, he might have sank, but he walked on the water with Jesus back to the boat. He did. And he's the only disciple who can actually say that. Because all the dry boat sitters watching Peter sink said, oh, see, he sank. And then all of a sudden watched Peter and Jesus walking together on the water to the boat. And they probably went, oh, if only, uh, if only. So I just pray that we live our lives, you know, without any regret. And if there are regrets that have happened, God is able to restore. And God is able to turn things around for his glory. And so I just wanted to encourage you with that. Amen? Amen. So, yeah, here's my uh, wonderful, awesome, amazing husband. <laughs> Amen. Can someone say stronger? stronger? Amen. Turn to somebody and say, you are stronger. Amen. Turn to another person and say, you are stronger. Amen. You are. You know, with the days that we're living in, with, you know, I believe the, the coming of the Lord is very near. I believe there are movements that are happening in the earth that even CNN and, you know, uh, all these major television networks cannot, you know, has no ability to capture. I believe there are things in the spirit that God is just moving in a mighty way. And uh, he's coming for a glorious church. And the body of Christ must come into a point wherein they need to understand the things that, are, that God has dreamed of, the things that God has planned, it must be done through his strength. For the longest time, history has showed us people who are open to his strength and open to his move. These are people who are humble enough to acknowledge that I cannot, but you can. And I believe that's the same, you know, key for us to see the supernatural move in our lives, to see the natural become supernatural in our lives. For each and everyone in this place today, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad I'm here. It's a privilege really an honor. I'm not here to impress you because I cannot. Truly, I cannot. But I'm here to impart something to you. And I believe you're here and not, you're not in the game. You know, but I give you opportunity, you know, you know just approval to check your phones if what's, whatever is happening. Okay. And, but you are here and I'm glad you are here because God wants to add strength to all of us, including me. You know, in these times, in these days, in days of transition, the world is transitioning. We have all these things, all these problems. We need His strength. And the Bible says, greater is He who is in us, amen, than he that is in the world. God has given His strength to you and I, and all we need to do is just open it and receive it. 
you know, open it up just like a gift and begin to receive the strength that is made available to everyone in this place. I don't know what you're having, you know, what problems you're facing. I don't know where you're at. I don't know where you came from. But you know, one thing is sure, He is here and He wants to download, give strength to each and every one of us. Amen. So together as we get into the Word, open up your heart and begin to just receive you know, as we speak about the Word, as we talk about it, I believe God is just going to move in a mighty way. Are you ready? Among you need more strength. I need more strength, even at this point right now. Amen. I need more of His strength, all right? So, Father, we thank You for what You're doing in this place today. I thank You for the privilege, Lord, that You've given to me, Lord, to us as a family to be here in Christ Church. What a beautiful name of this city, you know, Christ Church, and to just proclaim Christ to this church. <laughs> and thank you, Lord God, for your move and mighty, you know, Holy Spirit to just continue to confirm things, show us things, bring us higher, bring us deeper. May we see more of Christ in this place. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Long you know that the Word of God is both timeless and timely. Amen. The timeless Word of God does not change. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but the Word of God remains. Amen. Aren't you glad? Amen. That He is faithful to His Word. Amen. That is timeless Word. In whatever generation, we can call on the name of the Lord. Amen. But also, God's Word is timely. And God's Word is going to give us revelation that will bring us, you know, to the things that He has prepared for us. I heard someone say that revelation has feet. And when you get revelation, it will bring you somewhere. It's going to actually change your life. Amen. It's going to actually put you in a position or either am I going to respond to this revelation or I'm going to just back away. If true revelation comes to you, it's going to make you just excited about something. This is the revelation that God wants to bring to His church nowadays. Amen. And so the Word of God is both timeless and timely. And one word that I believe that is timely for us today is the word stronger. That God is the strength and we need His strength in our everyday. Amen. In our everyday, in all the dealings that we have. Because the Word of God is like Logos, the Bible, you know, the Greek is Logos. Okay, the written Word of God, but also the Word of God is Rema, which becomes alive, which becomes real, which becomes a strength to us. It becomes a, a foundation to us. This is why we do what we do. Amen. And so with that, this Word, you know, in Psalm 46, verse 1 to 3, it says, God is our refuge and He is our strength, a mighty impenetrable, mighty and impenetrable, a very present and well-proved help in trouble. Amen. Therefore, we will not fear though the earth should change and though the mountains be shaken and slipped into the sea of the heart of the sea. Amen. And so this is a word that God wants to bring to each and every one of us. You know, I've been a worship leader for for a long time before I became a pastor. So there's a song that came out from this verse. Certain verses, God is my refuge, God is my strength. Do you know that song? And every present help in trouble. Okay, so we sang that, we sang that before, and we will sing it again, in, maybe in a different tune. 
Amen. But this is a timeless word. And I pray that it will become a timely word for all of us. He's an ever-present help. An ever-present help. An ever-present help. And a well-proved help in trouble. Amen. Isaiah 40 verse 28. It says, Have you not known? Have you not heard? The everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, neither faints nor is weary. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the weak. Amen. It's good to say, it's okay to say, I am weak. You know why? Because when you begin to acknowledge that I am weak, in our humility, His strength will come. Because when you acknowledge that you are weak, get ready to receive that strength. We're not saying here that you just acknowledge you are weak and then that's it. No, 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 no. In God, when you acknowledge that you are weak, you are humbling yourself. Lord, I cannot, but you can. Then now I begin to see His strength come into my life. And I begin to see His power begin to manifest in my life. Amen. And so with that, when you acknowledge I am weak, get ready for the strength of God to come. Amen. Get ready for this empowerment to come. Get ready for the supply to come. Get ready for His grace to come. You know, grace is an empowerment. And we believe this in this church. We believe this wherever we go. Grace is not, you know, something that will make you lazy. Amen. Grace is something that will empower you because, you know, one word that speaks to me about grace when I received the message of grace, when I got a hold of grace, one word came out into my heart. And what is that? Response. Everybody say response. response. Amen. If I give you something right here, right now, like a big gift, maybe for example, I give you a car, a brand new car. What will your response be? Oh, thank you, Pastor Giselle. No, no, no. All right, you're going to be, whoa, thank you, thank you, right? If I give you, I have the capability to give you a brand new house somewhere by the beach, right? Somewhere there where you brought me, you brought us, okay? Now I say, this is your new house. This is the title. It's paid for. What will your response be? Man, wow, right? Amen. That is the response, right? Well, ladies and gentlemen, God has given us more than a house, more than a car. He gave us His best. He gave us His Son. And because of His Son, we are now where we are today in our position in Christ. We have eternity. We have life in Christ. And because of that, hey, I am now understanding His grace in my life. And that will now empower me to respond. To respond to be the best father. Amen. To be the best husband, to be the best employee, to be the best citizen, to be disciplined, to be on time. Amen. To be excellent with, you know, to be with, you know, um, grace in my words. Amen. It will not make me lazy. It will actually spur me up. It will actually empower me to say, God, I respond. I respond by saying my life is yours and I will be an excellent testimony of, of you on the earth. Amen. That's how I see grace. It's an empowerment. And grace empowers us. Strength comes in. 
Amen. I cannot do what I do here without the grace of God. If you know my background, I, I stutter. Really? I'm a Filipino. I don't know even to speak English. I came from a background wherein we were poor. All right, and that is why for me to be here and to stand to you, amen, to preach about Christ is a joy. Amen, it's an empowerment. All right, I asked, you know, I have so many, you know, boo-boos when it comes to grammar and all of that, you know. And, but regardless, I stand here by the grace of God. Amen, and I preach what I know in my heart because it is real. Amen. And so this strength is made available to all of us. And you know what? With the strength of God, there's a verse that goes faith to faith and strength to strength. Amen. Do you know that in every season there is made available grace or strength? All right. And in another season, there's another grace and another empowerment and another strength that is made available to us. We cannot exhaust it. Amen. Just like the manna. All right, in, in, the, in the Old Testament, the manna came, you know, it's just for today. For another day, there's another manna made available to us. From strength to strength, from faith to faith, from glory to glory. Amen? Because in Christ, in God, there's always progression. And so I want the strength that God has given to me now for my season because the next season is going to be greater and the things that I built here through his grace is going to be needed for the next season are you following and so where you're at today is good because enjoy it receive all that you can but you you won't stay there He's going to bring you higher and there's more grace and more strength and more faith that is needed here but he made available for you and me Amen. Do you know what the new covenant post is? The new covenant post is this. Are you ready? Amen. This is it. This is it. I just open up my heart and my hands and I receive because it's freely given. If you need strength, you can receive it today. Strengthen your soul. Yes, Lord. Strengthen your body. Yes, Lord. Strengthen your finances. Yes, Lord. Strengthen your business, you know, in decision makings. Yeah, yes, Lord. Whatever strengthen your relationship, husband and wife, I receive it today in Jesus' name. Can you do that right now? Just lift your hands. Everybody just receive that. Whatever, Lord, you have for us today, tonight, here in Christ Church, here in Harmony, right this very minute, I receive it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So God is saying, I'm an ever-present help. He gives power to the weak. And to those who have no might, He increases strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But those who wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles, and they shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. That is for us today in Jesus' name. Amen. Look at this. The Word of God becomes timely. Amen. There's a song before. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Amen. That's an old song. You know, Gideon was the one who taught me that song. All right. Okay. 
I'm on. For me, whatever song, as long as it's, it speaks to me. All right? It's a timely word. Amen. So today, you know, the emphasis that God has put in my heart, in our hearts, is wherever we go, we preach about God's strength. Amen. And we just concluded uh, a festival. We call it Jesus Festival in Manila. You know, Catherine and Gideon, they were there. All right. And we, it's, an, it's a body-wide ministry. And it started uh, eight years ago in Manila. God just gave me that opportunity to just believe for it. And now many people are coming in, you know. And then we're just pre preaching Christ and His finished work. And with that, you know, this year the emphasis is strength. He's saying, you are stronger. Tell the body of Christ, strength to them. Strength to them. Do not succumb to the pressure of the world, but be strong in the strength of God. Rise up. Be strong in me. God is saying to you today, be encouraged. I am your strength. Because if we are to live out the purposes of God, we need His strength. Amen. If we need, if we are to live out the, the destinies that God has for us, we need His strength. Supernatural strength made available to you and to me. Amen. To be patient and endure in the process that prepares us for our destiny, we need God's empowerment. Amen. Amen. To be knowing His purpose, having in the times and the seasons and, and the changes that are happening, we need His strength. In every area of our lives, we need his strength. I believe these are days of strength for the body of Christ. I believe that these are days of grace. Amen. Empowerment happening. And the body of Christ needs to begin to wake up and every day begin to receive that strength that comes from Him. Amen. Amen. There are three truths I want to share to you today. Three truths that can, you can draw your strength from. And this is so just basic. Amen. But this really speaks to me. And I want to to share it to you okay number one the first truth you can draw your strength from is who he is that's the first truth who he is a while ago we were singing that you know you were perfect in all your all of your ways you're a good good father who you are right that's who you are who he is who he is to you he is father he is good who He is to you, He's your provider. He's your standby. He's your strength. Amen. Daniel 11 verse 32 says, Those who do wickedly against a covenant, He shall corrupt in flattery. But the people who know their God shall be what? Shall be strong and carry out great exploits. You know, the Holy Spirit told, told me this. Out of the revelation of Peter of who He is, Jesus declared, I will what? build my church now this is what god just spoke to me every revelation that you receive from him he be he now begins you give now opportunity for god to build in your life amen in every revelation that you receive from him you now god is now wanting to to take that revelation and build something in your life among you believe that god is your provider have you seen that Amen. So that now, when you receive that revelation, God now have a, an opening for Him to build in your life. Because when Peter received that revelation of who He is, he said, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus said, in this revelation, I will build my church. 
So in every revelation that you receive from God, that is an opportunity for God to build something, a strength in your life. Amen. Is He your healer? Is that your revelation? Then God now is able to build something in the area of healing. Amen. Is He your wisdom? Then God now is able to build uh, wisdom in that area that you need Him to be wisdom. Amen. Can you see the power of revelation? Amen. Understanding who He is. Amen. Opens up God to build in our lives. Ephesians 6.10. I love Ephesians, the book of Ephesians. All right. And the book of Ephesians is divided, you know, into two. The first one is the believer's, you know, identity. And then the believer's action. Ephesians 1 to 3 talks about identity, who we are. We're chosen. Amen. We're adopted. We're the beloved of God, right? Amen. And then the last part, the second part of the book is all about our actions. So our actions come out of our identity. Our actions come out of our, us understanding, wait a minute, I'm strong in Christ. Amen. What a, wait a minute, I'm blessed in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. I know who I am. And when I understand who I am, I am now empowered to do. Gone are the days we're in. You must do so that you must receive. But now the revelation is I am. I understand who I am. And that now empowers me to do. Right? Amen. Read the book of Ephesians. You're going to see. Paul is just, you know, hammering it down, declaring, this is who you are. You're anointed. You're blessed. And all of these things. And then after that, the empowerment to do, the actions come in. But look at Ephesians 6.10. It says here, finally, finally be strong in the Lord and in the strength of His might. Finally, after all of that instruction... He is saying, this is what needs to happen. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of His might. Amen. In verse 10, in the Passion Translation, it says, Now, my beloved ones, I have saved these most important truths for last. I love this in the Passion. Look at this. Be supernaturally infused with strength through your what? life union with the Lord Jesus, stand victorious with the force of His what? Come on, explosive power flowing in and through you. Amen. Can you see that? I'm just reading the word and I get so excited and strength comes into my body. Amen. Can you see the purpose of strength? The purpose of strength is that it is in you, to you, and then what happens through you? Every blessing of God is always like that. Two parts. In you, to you, through you. Amen. The blessings that come to you, it's not for you to hoard. It is there for a reason. Amen. The wisdom that you have in God is not there for just for you. Of course, we're going to benefit from, for, from it. But definitely, it's there to give out. That is God. God. That's God's desire. We are instruments. And with His strength, He's saying, get ready. And this is the most important truth Paul is saying. Be supernaturally infused. Are you ready for that? Amen. To be infused with the strength through your life union with the Lord Jesus. 
Can you see the connection now? Jesus, whatever the vine has, I have because I'm the branch. The strength that flows in the vine flows to me. The wisdom that flows in the vine, I have it right now in Jesus' name. The healing that flows in the vine, I have it right now in Jesus' name. Why will I worry? Why will I fear? Why will I be so stressed? I begin to receive from the vine. Amen. And I'm connected to the vine. And out of that vine comes out the strength that I need to cope and to overcome. Amen. And with this strength now happening in my life, I can now be, uh, let's, ladies and gentlemen, look at this. Open up your eyes. I can now begin to be a strength to people, to my wife, to the people around me. My strength comes from Him. I receive it. And then my strength now goes and help other people. Amen. Because nowadays, nowadays, people are just drawing strength from, I need, I love counseling. Well, sometimes, yeah. You know, you know, it's good to go to your friends. It's good to ask for prayers. It's good for all of these things. It's good to be around key people. Those are important things because you can draw your strength from that. But basically, the most important of it all, you draw your strength from Him. Amen. Who He is in your life. Amen. What He, what, you know, who He is. Is He your Father, provider and all? We need to settle that right now. A while ago they're saying, you know, Pastor Mylene was saying, He's a good Father. The goodness of God. Let's settle that right now. And let that truth become a strength to you. In Jesus' name. Amen. So we are stronger in Him. We are infused with supernatural strength. In the Lord Jesus Christ. In the Amplified it says, In conclusion, be strong in the Lord. Draw your strength from Him and be empowered through your union with Him. And in the power of His boundless might. Psalm 73, 26 says, My flesh and my heart shall fail. But God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Forever, God is the strength of my heart. God is the strength of my heart. God is the strength of my heart and my portion for forever. For One more time. Forever forever not just today not just tomorrow but yeah you know what we're doing we're being strengthened even uh, even though we sing different tune it's okay forever god understands that forever amen come on now hallelujah so the first one first truth that we can draw from you know draw strength from who he is Second truth, what he's done. What he's done. All right? What he has done. Nehemiah verse, 10, uh, verse 8 to 10. Among you know this. I know you know this. Do not grieve for the joy of the Lord is your strength. Okay? The joy of the Lord is your strength. The joy of the Lord is my The joy <laughs> Is my strength for the joy? You know this. <laughs> I don't know that. 
Get young. Ha 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 ha. Hallelujah. Ha 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 ha. Come on, Christ Church. Ha 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 ha. Hallelujah. For the joy of the Lord is right. You see? Come on. Good choir. Good choir. Right? I love it. When I was leading worship, you know, I have that guitar. And I, there, in the pioneering days, it's just me. So I have the guitar, and my chords were just D, E, three chords only. La, 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 la. So I go around until the people are tired, because that's the only song I know. <laughs> until the strength is gone. <laughs> so what he has done, you know, when I was looking at this, the joy of the Lord is my strength. God, what is that joy? And you know what? The Holy Spirit brought me to Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2. And what is this joy? Look at this in the Passion Translation. We look away from the natural realm and fasten our gaze unto Jesus who birthed faith within us and who leads us forward into faith's perfection. His example is this, because his heart was focused on the joy of knowing that you would be his. What is the joy of the Lord? Us. The joy of the Lord is knowing, wait a minute, I am His. I am His. Regardless of what happened, I am secure that I am His. Because 2,000 years ago at the cross, for the joy that was set before Him, what is this joy? That today we are going to be in Him. He endured the cross. He endured the torture, the pain and all. For one day, you and I will be His. Amen. So what is the joy of the Lord? The joy of knowing that, hey, regardless of what's happening, I know I'm His. And that will show me now. That will give me strength in my body. That will give me strength in the purposes in my heart. You know, with the dreams that God has put in my heart, I know, Father... I am yours. You will never leave me. You will never forsake me. This is the joy that I know. And when I know this, regardless of situation, highs and lows, I will be able to sing the joy. No, no. I will be able, I will be able to continue, right? Because I know I am His. I am loved by God. I know I, I, I know who I am. If people disown me, it's okay. I know who I am. Amen. If people don't believe in what I do, I know who I am. If there are problems all around, I know who I am. The young people need to hear this. Amen. Because the problem of the young people today, it's a matter of actually knowing their identity in Christ. If that, and then that identity will empower them to become, amen, to overcome the things that are needed to be overcome. Amen. Because the young people are asking for love, asking for a lot of things. Amen. And because of this, they need to know, wait a minute, someone loves me no matter what. Amen. When you know that, I am His. That will spark joy. That will give joy. Amen. Into your heart. Are you following? Amen. Jesus, when He was baptized, you know, He came out of the river, or rather, came out of the water. God, the Spirit says, this is my beloved Son. In whom I am well pleased. You've heard this, right? Even before Jesus did a thing, a miracle, 
God was so pleased with him already. And ladies and gentlemen, you, don't, you can't earn you know, the favor of God. You cannot earn the approval of God. He only gives it to you. All you need to do is receive that approval. All you need to do is receive that grace. Amen. Even before we do something for Him, the doing comes after. It does not come before the approval. For us under grace, you know, the doing comes after. When I know I am approved by God, I stand here right now approved by God and I'm not haughty. I'm not proud. No, because I know who I am apart from God. So I stand here knowing, wait a minute, I am approved by God. Then now I'm empowered to do. I now can stand before you right now because I know I am, power, I am empowered to do what needs to be done. Empowered to be a husband, empowered to be a wife, empowered to be a father, empowered to be a, a good businessman, to be a pastor, amen, empowered to be a ministry worker, empowered to be, because I know even before I do a thing, I'm accepted already, amen. This is the joy of the Lord. This is the joy of the Lord. What He has done, He endured the cross for you. I love the passion, right? It says there, he endured the cross because his heart was focused on the joy of knowing that you would be his. He endured the agony of the cross and conquered its humiliation and now sits exalted at the right hand of the throne of God. Hallelujah. I love Jesus. Amen. I love what he's done for me. Amen. So the first one is what? Who he is. You draw your strength from that. Second thing, you draw your strength from what He's done. And third thing, simple, right? You draw your strength from who we are in Him. Our identity in the Lord. Who we are in Him. Amen. Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Amen. Philippians 4.13 says in the Amplified, I can do all things, not some things, all things. You know, in, back home in the Philippines, all means all. <laughs> I don't know about here in New Zealand, right? All means what for you? All, right? So all means all. I can do all things through Christ. Wow, this is the main part, who gives me. Not has given me, not that will give me every season, every moment, present day gives me, present tense, strength. Are you ready for that? Amen. I don't know what you're facing, but you can do all things through Christ who gives you strength. Amen. Isaiah 40 verse 29, He gives strength to the weary and to him who has no might, He increases strength. Can I go back to Philippians 4.13 in the Amplified? This is just so good in the Amplified. Can we flash it? Look at that. I can do all things which He has, what? Called me to do through Him who strengthens and empowers me to fulfill His purpose I am self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. I am ready for anything and equal to anything through Him who infuses me with inner strength. And what? Tomorrow, I'm going to share in the morning peace. Peace that makes us stronger. 
peace that makes us stronger. But look at this. This is an amazing verse. Amen. Can we read this? Everybody? All right. Let's read this together. One, two, three. I can do all things which he has called me to do through him who strengthens and empowers me to fulfill his purpose. I am self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. I am ready for anything and equal to anything through him who infuses me with inner strength and confident peace. Amen. Amen. You received that today. Come on, let's just give praise to God for that. Come on, thank you God for that. Amen. You know, we read the word and just, hallelujah. Amen. You know what's happening? You're receiving that strength right now. Amen in your heart. Psalm 84 verse 5 to 7. I'm just reading the word. I'm just, you know, just flowing with the word. How enriched are they who find their strength in the Lord. Be beautiful. Within their hearts are the highways of holiness. Even when their paths winds through the dark valleys of tears, they dig deep to find a pleasant pool where others find only pain. He gives to them a brook of blessing filled from the rain of an outpouring. They grow what? And what? With every step you take. Step forward and the God of all gods will appear before them in, in Zion. God wants to have an encounter with you. Amen. And where do you find that? In strength. In that place called strength. Amen. There's a passage in the Bible, actually the story, wherein there were times in my life wherein I felt really exhausted with many things that are happening with, with the, even our, our uh, ministry and with life. And uh, someone gave me a book. And this book really just spoke to me. And this is the book, you know, centered around this story of David. Okay. And David was in a, a waiting game. You know, Saul, the king, his boss, rejected him, right? And the friends of David, the whole nation, rejected David. So Israel, Judah, rejected David. And so Jude, rather David and his band of brothers, they went and they came, rather they stayed in a place wherein the Philistines were, were there, okay? And so they bef David befriended a king, the name is Achish. And then this king, you know, just gave favors to David. But there was a point wherein even the king, his friend, rejected David. And so David was alone at this point. And so going, going back in, in 1 Samuel 30, I believe this is one of the deepest and darkest valleys in the life of David. In verse 6, it says, so he was coming back, all right, from, you know, a battle. And then his band of brothers, and when he came, he saw that his whole town, the town, all right, was raided by the Amalekites, okay? And so this was the thing that happened in verse 6. And David was greatly distressed, for the people spoke of stoning him. Imagine, the king, you know, betrayed, the, uh, rather, the king did not like David. His friends, who are actually his enemies, did not like David. But the band of brothers here, right now, the people that David became a captain to, they were distressed, they were in debt, you know, and they were discouraged. But David was the one who helped them to go and to, come, to become mighty men. And here we find 
that David, when they saw the, 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 the problem in that town, you know, the, 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 the women and the children, they're gone, and the whole town was in flames. And so here in verse 6, And David was greatly distressed, for the people spoke of stoning him. And because the people were bitter in soul, each for his sons and daughters. But look at what David did. But David strengthened himself in the Lord his God. But David strengthened himself in the Lord his God. Do you know that when you find yourself in that place of utter, you could say, desperation, when people are betraying you, when people are saying you're no good, you come to a place wherein you need to draw your strength from Him. You just need to come to a place that you need to say, wait a minute, I need to draw my strength from Him. Because these people are loyal to David, but now because of their hearts, you know, they're heavy of what they're seeing, they were now thinking of stoning their captain. If you were David right now, what would you do? David here strengthened himself in the Lord his God. Amen. A person who finds strength in the Lord positioned himself in God's presence. You know what he did? You know, verse 7, David said to Abathyar, the priest, the son of Ahimelech, bring me the ephod. And so, you know, ephod is a vestment of the high priest. It represents actually, you know, the presence of God. Okay? And so, David got the ephod and begin to console, rather begin to communicate with God, begin to ask God. All right? And David, verse 8, David inquired of the Lord, shall I pursue after his band? After this band, shall I overtake them? He answered him, pursue for you shall surely overtake and you shall surely rescue. This place of strength is a place of presence, the presence of God. Amen. And if you continue to follow what happened here, we go down to verse 9. So David set out and 600 men who were with him and they came to the brook and those who were left behind stayed. But verse 10, they continued to pursue. You know what will happen in this place of strength? It's not only a place of His presence, but it's going to be a place of divine instruction. Amen. In this place of strengthening yourself in the Lord. How do you strengthen yourself in the Lord? Draw your strength from who He is. Draw your strength from what He's done. Draw your strength from who we are or who you are in Him. And I tell you, it's going to be a place wherein the presence of God is going to come. It's going to be a place wherein strength is going to come in. As in even physical strength. Right? Because the people, you know, were stoning, wanting to stone David. They were really heavy in their heart. But when David inquired of the Lord, you know, David says, we're going to pursue because I have a word from the Lord. You know what happened to these people? Supernatural strength came in in their bodies. To the point that they what? They ran. They didn't have any chariots or whatever, but they begin to run. To the point that 200 stayed behind because they were kind of tired already. Right? But I tell you, in this place of strength, the presence of God will come. Divine instructions are going to come. Just like what happened to David, pursue. And you will recover all. And not only that, you know, strength, supernatural strength in the physical will come in. Amen. So they began to run. All right. And you know what happened here in verse 18. 
David recovered all that Amalekites had taken and David rescued his two wives. Nothing was missing, verse 19, whether small or great, son or daughter, spoil or anything that had been taken. David brought back all. And also, verse 20, David also captured the flocks and herds and the people drove the livestock before him and said, this is David's spoil. In this place of strength, not only this is going to be a place where the presence is going to empower you, this is a place where instructions are going to be given. This is a place where in, you know, supernatural strength is going to come in. Renewed purpose is going to manifest. But also this, look at me, this is your place of victory. This is your place of victory. And you will recover all. You will recover all. What is God saying to us today? You know, spend time in His presence. Amen. Draw your strength from me, He's saying. That's why it's so important that we draw, you know, and understand these three points. Because it will empower each and every one of us. I pray that for everyone in this place today. Just like what happened to David. Maybe you're in that place wherein you don't know what to do. Maybe you're in a place wherein, you know, you're saying, God... You know, even my friends are disowning me. They're, they're not, not with me anymore. Or the people that I, you know, looked up to, they're not here with me anymore. But you know what? God is with you. Amen. And He wants to strengthen you. Begin to focus your eyes on who He is. Begin to focus your eyes on what He's done. Begin to draw your strength from who you are in Him. And in this place, it's going to be a place of victory. Are you ready for that? Amen. Just close your eyes right now. Just lift your hands. Father, thank you for just allowing us to hear your word today. I thank you, Lord, for my brothers and sisters, precious in your sight. I thank you, Lord, for supernatural strength comes in to their lives, in their lives, and whatever they're facing, whatever struggles, whatever problems, whatever health problems, Lord, whatever financial whatever relational problems. Thank you, God, that you are giving them strength. And even strength for the, for the weary, for the soul, for the mind, the will and the emotions. People that are, are, are depressed. People that are suicidal. Lord, thank you right now. You give them strength to continue and to go on. Thank you, Lord God, for the infusion of strength that is happening in this place today. We receive it by faith for everyone in this place. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. God is saying, move on. Continue. You're not fin I'm not finished with you yet, God is saying. He's saying that you are here for a purpose. God brought you here to hear this word. And He's saying, take my strength right now. And run. Run right now. Walk, you know, with, with, with the strength in your steps. Walk with determination. Walk with endurance. Walk with perseverance because I am with you. I am infusing strength in you. For those who have been waiting, I just sense in my spirit there are some people, I don't know, a couple maybe, I don't know, believing for a child. They're believing for a child. I don't know. I'm just call it, call it, uh, call these things out. I'm just saying continue to believe, continue to endure because God is going to give you that. In the name of Jesus, receive that by faith in Jesus' name. 
there is an endurance amen in that that you are in the race but God is saying to you I empower you right now begin to receive my strength